Hello, everybody, and welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast with Denise Alvarez. I am so glad you're joining me here today. And you know that I start out with that every time because I really do mean it. I consider it an honor to jump on here and share with you what I have learned in my experiences in business and helping horse business owners with their marketing. And so I'm so grateful you're giving up your time or sharing your time, so to speak, with me. I know many of you are listening as you are literally in the barn mucking stalls. So I am honored to be in your ears right now. Now, just in case we are new friends, I will share a bit about myself and then we're going to jump into our topic for today. All right. So as I said, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help horse business owners like you turn your website visitors into your customers. I'm doing that through coaching, as well as website design and content, email marketing strategy, and my monthly membership program called Social Stripe. I do each of these things. I have this podcast here and I share on social media because I want to help you be out doing what you love to do, right? And I know for many of us, being in the barn mucking stalls is much better than many of the alternatives, right? And so I want to help you do more of that. And I get that not everyone gets excited about marketing, or maybe you're listening because you're not really sure, but you want to treat your business as a business. And part of that is doing the marketing thing, right? And so on the podcast here, I always share with you some step-by-step strategies, basic how-tos so that you can see what's possible when you market your horse business. And so I can guide you through that process and help you make it happen. So this week, we are talking again about email marketing. Last week in episode 65, if you have not listened, I encourage you to do that. We talked about how building an active and engaged email list has the potential to change your business this year. And I promise you, this is true no matter what size your business is. If you are a one-person show or a 20-person show or anywhere in between, whatever your niche is in the equine industry, email marketing is a really great opportunity for you. And I know that if we are not new friends, you have heard me talk about email marketing on the regular and many of the benefits. And again, episode 65, we talked about some of those benefits and why I believe in it so much for your horse business. But I also know that some of you are still hung up on a few roadblocks. In the last week, we did talk about some of those roadblocks, but today I want to dive into one in particular that I know is holding a lot of you back from actually experiencing these benefits we've talked about, right? And I don't want to see that for you. I want to see you actually give it a try. Now, the one thing that holds many of you back is that it feels like you're spamming people. And I get it. Like I said before, one of the reasons that people unsubscribe from emails is often listed that they get too many emails from that person. Or maybe you feel like people already get enough emails as it is. You don't want to be one more thing in their inbox. You feel like that would be spam. But let me just tell you, if you are delivering valuable content, if you're not just selling, 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 which is very spammy, But if you're actually serving your audience and thinking about what you're putting into your emails from their perspective, then I promise you, you are most likely not being considered spam by your people. Now, they may still have a number of things in their inbox, so you want to be intentional and strategic with what you put in there to help them want to open it and to serve them well. 
And the ones that do, they'll stick around and they'll continue to get your emails and they'll take action when you have an opening in your program or you have an event or you have something you want them to share, right? And the ones that leave and unsubscribe, it's okay because they're just letting you know they're probably not going to be your buyers. So that's all practical and that's all well and good, right? And I know you're hearing me and saying, okay, Denise, but I still feel that way. So I want to give you three practical ways that you can keep from spamming your email list, okay? So the goal here is to help you to feel equipped so that you can give it a try and so that you can see how it's possible because you know, as I said, I love to do that. I wanna help you see what's possible for your horse business. So let's look at what's possible. What if you said 2022, I'm gonna give it a try? Well, the first way I want you to keep from spamming your email list is to serve more than you sell. You've heard me say that before with social media, and it's true here also. Don't be afraid to give away for free many of the things that you know is going to build that trust. So look for opportunities in your emails to share a quick tip, to share a personal insight, something that you are learning that you think would benefit them, something that would inspire them or encourage them. Maybe take them behind the scenes of your company, take them along on the journey and help them to feel really personally connected to you and your business. Tell stories, right? Tell them stories about you and your business and how you got to where you are. Tell stories about your customers that they would identify with. Look for ways that you can serve through your emails. And then, yes, of course, you're going to sell. So that's number two. When you do sell, I want you to think about how you're doing it. What do I mean by that? When you create your email and you put some information in there about your products and your services and you invite people to take action, which you should, reread what you've just written and think of it through the eyes and through the ears of the person that's receiving it in their inbox. Are you speaking to the once and the desires of your best fit audience? Are you really thinking about how your product and your service is going to solve their problems? When you do that, it's going to feel less spammy, I promise, because they're gonna connect with that. They're gonna say, yes, that's me. I want that. I identify with that. They're really thinking about me here. And that is how you're gonna keep from feeling spammy or sounding spammy in your emails. Number three, the third way that you're going to keep from spamming your email list when you jump in is to pay attention to your stats. What do I mean by that? Well, when you are doing this as a part of your marketing strategy, you're going to use a third-party service. And I shared about that in the free guide that I shared with you last week that I'll tell you more about in a minute. That's gonna help you get started with your email marketing. So you're going to use a third-party service. And when you do, you can see inside of there how many of your emails are getting opened. You can see what they're clicking on. Now, of course, many of you know, if you have an iPhone, that some of the stats related to opens have changed recently because you may be one of those people who have opted out and said, no, I don't want you to follow me in my email. Don't want you to follow me when I click. So that might look a little bit different, but by and large, you can still count on looking at the action that's being taken, right? If you send an email and you see a lot of sales come from that email and then you send another one and you don't see as much action, then you can take a look and compare the two. See what was different. What is it they're responding to? What kind of messaging are they responding to? 
what kind of subject lines. You're going to want to try different subject lines, and then you're going to see what works. And as you do that, again, you're catering your content to serve your audience well. And that, my friend, is what's going to keep you from spamming your email list. If you keep that feeling in you, to be honest, as you get into email marketing, if you keep that feeling of, oh, I don't want to spam my list, just keep it on the tip of your tongue, then you're not going to be spamming your list because you're going to be aware of that. And instead, you're going to use that as your reminder to make sure you're serving your audience. So that's what I want you to do. When you start to feel that way, I want you to say, okay, if I feel that way, let me go back and review. And don't be afraid to look and see, are you emailing too much? For some businesses, that might be true. And maybe you should tone it down a little bit, pack more value into that one email instead of doing it so often. But for most horse business owners right now, it's the other way around, right? They may even be collecting email addresses on their website. That might be you. I've said before, I've signed up for a number of email newsletters out of curiosity to see what businesses are doing, and then I never heard from them. And they probably don't even know where their emails are going at this point. So don't do that. Don't collect emails and never send, right? Instead, start sending and pay attention to the stats. Pay attention to what people like, what they're taking action on, and that is going to keep you from spamming your email list, okay? All right, see, I told you, there are some specific things that you can do to take that feeling away so that you can actually give it a try, so that you can really build an active and engaged email list without spamming, because it is possible. And so I want to help you with that. So if you have not yet gotten it, my new free resource all about email marketing is available for you. And I created it for those of you who are saying, Denise, it's too complicated. Denise, it's too overwhelming. I don't know where to start. I'm breaking it down. So the beginner's guide to email marketing for horse business owners is going to help you learn what it really looks like to start an email marketing strategy. What kinds of things do you need to think about to get started? Those third-party services that I shared about. Who should get your emails, right? Who should even be on your email list? What should go in your emails? We'll cover each of those things in this free guide. So I hope that you'll pick it up. It's gonna give you the confidence to just dip your toe in the water and get started, right? So head on over to stormlily.com slash email guide to get your free beginner's guide to email marketing for horse businesses. And of course, if you have any questions as you read through that, please let me know. I am definitely here to help. And if you have other roadblocks that are keeping you from jumping in, then let me know those as well. We're going to talk about a few more of those over the next couple of weeks. So please stay tuned in. I want to help you get past those barriers, get over those roadblocks so that 2022 is the year that you decided to give email marketing a try and that you saw the impact it can make on your horse business. All right. Okay. I'm so grateful that you are here. I'm so excited for you and what you are doing to serve the equine industry. And if you have any questions about anything you hear on the podcast, please know I am here and I'm available and I'm happy to help. Now the show notes for today are at stormthelate.com slash 65. And so I will put notes there from what we talked about. I will share this roadblock as well as the three ways that you can conquer it. So if you're a note taker or you like to see the written version, please feel free to jump on over there and check that out as well. 
And one last thing, if you have not signed up to get a quick notification every week when I do send an email that says, hey, I've got a new episode available and here's what you're going to learn, then I would love to invite you to join me. If you go to stormlily.com slash podcast, you can sign up there. Or if you go get that free email marketing guide, then I will also start sending you a quick note each week and let you know when there's a new podcast episode. All right. Thanks so much for joining me here. I am cheering for you and I can't wait to see you again here next week. Have an awesome day. 